Atomicast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Atomicast. Woohoo! In this Atomicast, we're going to be talking to you all about how to turn subscribers into customers. This Atomicast was recorded live in the Facebook group, and if you're watching live, you can ask us any questions you have at the end of the show. Then the main part of the podcast will be uploaded to the podcast player. In this episode, I am writing solo. I'm going to be talking to you all about how to turn subscribers into customers on demand, how to get new leads. Woo, woo, woo. Hope you're excited by that one. Now, if you have a small audience, like a microscopic audience, barely anything at all, you can still use the tactics that we're going to show you in this podcast. And if you have a huge audience, then again, you can still use these tactics. These are things that we use uh, in our own business and in our Rebels program and in our Atomic Training to get people to come from your subscribers, whether that's email or social, and come and buy from you. Now, the first thing you you need to do, I'm going to give you like two or three main steps here. And the first step is to figure out what it is that you want them to do first. So for most people, it will be something like get on a call, okay? So if you're selling a service to people, you are going to get them on a call. You're going to talk them through the options. They're going to say, I want this, or I want that package, or I want you to do this bespoke thing. And then you're going to go away, do a proposal, or send them an invoice, or send them the buy link, or whatever it is. So this first thing for you might be a sales call. It might be a discovery call, whatever you want to call it. It could be a free consultation that then moves into a sales call. Or it could be something that you offer, like a freebie, some kind of audit, maybe, or a review, or something like that. So something of value first. The second part of the puzzle is to get what we call hand raisers. Now, if you've followed us for a while, you'll know what this means. But essentially, a hand raiser is a way to find out who in your audience is either ready to buy right now or has the potential to buy if they have the same problems that your offers can solve for them. So in this sense, they are ready to buy. And we want them to raise their hand. They may or may not even know that they've raised their hand, but I'll go through that in a second. And... Once they've raised their hand, we can essentially follow up with them to get them onto, let's say, the call or the first part of your buying journey, whatever that may be. So if you've got like uh, products, it might be like the first free sample, for example, or a free trial or something like that. So it's a very simple three-step strategy, and we're going to go into a little bit more depth about it in this episode. So step one, what is the first step that you need them to take? Step two, get them to raise the hand. And step three is going to be the most important step. And a lot of people do this wrong, so bear with me, to follow up with those hand raisers. So let me talk through those things, three things. A hand raiser. What is a hand raiser? Okay, so it shows that people have the intent to buy or that they could be a perfect customer. Now, where do we get those hand raisers? And can I give you an example? An example is this. Let's say we are launching a new service and it's all about accountability. So 
we want to know who has an accountability problem. So let's say we do an article that's like, hey, here's 10 ways to stay uh, accountable as a small business owner, right? That's This is an example based on us. Now, anyone that clicks on that link, let's say it's an email, right? Clicks on that link, go read that blog or post or Instagram reel. Now we know that those people are intrigued or interested in accountability. All of a sudden, guess what? We have a hand raiser. Maybe they take our quiz by success predictor and out of all the criteria, they score the lowest on accountability. Now we know that they have that issue and that we can solve that issue. So again, they've raised the hand like, hey, I have that problem. Maybe they go into our sales page about um, our accountability solving service. Okay, now we have that data and we can track that. In the inactive campaign, we can actually see that they've been on that sales page and we can therefore follow up. Okay, so can you see here that all of these things give us a indication that they are raising the hand, they have the problem, and therefore it's our duty as good business owners to follow up with those people. Now, the beauty of this model is that we are going to be following up with people that have interest and that have intent. This means that we are not bugging the people that aren't interested at all. So by this methodology, we can start to proactively follow up with the right people and not annoy the people that aren't so right for the service or product, whatever it is your offer is. So let me talk you through a few examples of hand raises. You've got social media engagement. Are people commenting on your content? Are they subscribing to your LinkedIn newsletter? Are they voting on an Instagram story poll? Are they following you? Um, do you have a chatbot automation that they are triggering? Are they DMing you about something? Are they interacting with your stories or your reels? Maybe it's on your email list. Are they subscribing to a certain lead magnet? Are they clicking on the links in your email? Are they replying to your email? Website traffic. Are they visiting certain pages, pricing pages, demo pages, the checkout pages, but not buying? You can remarket to those people. And in a service like ActiveCampaign or something like that, you can also use that as a CRM tool and it will actually track the pages that people go on on your site so you can follow up. Maybe you want to have a think about direct reach out, you know, who do you know that would talk to you about your offer in your network? Potentially your current clients if it's a new offer or maybe past clients if it's a new offer as well. Maybe there's people that you've been introduced to in the past but it's not really about or maybe there's new people that you could go and talk to and interact with and mingle with and network with and comment on their posts to see if they would reply and see if they are interested. Maybe you're doing a collaboration and you get people to download something or click on something or request something or DM you or grab a freebie. There's so many ways that you can get these hand raises and it's so so important that you as a continuous marketing strategy, continue to get these hand raises in these various forms. 
we have, for example, in our email system, uh, counters and tags based on people who have clicked and done things and visited certain pages. And that tells us who is hotter or colder in our email list and therefore who we need to follow up with. Now, the follow-up is crucial. So, for example, you email to say, hey, I have a uh, article all about accountability. If you struggle with accountability, click here and get five great facts about accountability. All of a sudden, people click on it, people go read the article. Now, at that point, the article might link to like a sales page or a lead magnet or, you know, prompt a call or something like that. And that's great. But the, most people aren't going to click that. They're just going to click on it, uh, read the article and then go away. So we need to follow up, okay? So we'll do another email. Hey, we've just launched a service about accountability. So if you're interested in that, why don't we hop on a call? We can talk you through our new offer and see if it is right for you. Are you free for a call? This can be automated or personal. And the bigger your audience, the more automated in general that probably will be. However, we would challenge you on that because a personal email outreach, even though it's harder and more effort and more time consuming, is like 90% more likely to get clicks and people actually booking on. So we actually think it's definitely worth it. So people get that email and again, they might click, they might not click. So if they click to book a call, but don't actually book a call, you could follow up with them again if you want. Who knows? Or maybe you wait till they've raised their hand again for something else. Let's say they book on a call, you talk to them and they don't buy on the call. Again, follow up. So part three of all this is the follow-up. So we get them to raise the hand, then we follow up. And we get them on to, step one was to decide on what we're gonna do. What's the first thing? So let's say it's a call, let's get them on the call. So it's this very simple three-step system. And what we want you to do is think about all of your launches this way or your ongoing marketing in this way. What content can I create to get hand raises? And then how do I follow up with those people? You can go uber personal with this as well. So for example, one thing that we did was we went through our email subscribers and we found our hottest people, people that had clicked on stuff, maybe replied to us in the past. And we made a list of all those people. And here's what we did, right? This is effort. This is pure effort, but it works. And I would rather you do like a few hours of like solid effort that's targeted and specific than spend like months doing funnel building and campaigns and digital marketing and content that doesn't actually generate any results. All right. I think to be honest, a lot of what we've been taught about digital marketing is that people are going to come to you after you create all this magical, amazing content. Reality is that ain't going to happen. We need to be proactive. So this is what we did. We went through our, our list, email list, found the hottest people. We did a personalized video to them. We sent them an actual email from us, not an automated email, not a broadcast to loads of people, 
an email from us that was like, hey, I just wanted to thank you for being on our email list. You are one of the most engaged people on our email list. We've been going through it. Like, just wanted to say thank you for being a loyal subscriber. You're, you rock. Like, one of the things we like to do is reach out and say hello and see if we can help you. So I actually went on your website today and I took a look and it led me to one really big question that maybe we could help you with. Let me know what you think and hit reply and, and get back to us. And then we embed a video. We use a tool called Vidyard and it's a thumbnail of their website with my face on so they can see that it's personal. It's not a, not a general email, like it's got their actual website on. And I realized you can't always do this, but for the people that you can do this for, great. And in the video, I was like, hey, I've looked through your website, it's really awesome. I love that you do this. Like I genuinely did actually take the time to do this. And then um, I asked him a question and it, it's a useful question. It's like, uh, I noticed you've got all these services. What's the one thing you focus on in the next six months to give you the best revenue return? Hit reply, let me know, and I can give you some tips over email. So they replied to the email, like, wow, you've been through my website. It's not a sales message asking, can you help? You've asked a specific question. Here is my response. This is what I'm focused on. Can you help? We go back and forth an email a little bit and then eventually I'll say, hey, like this email is getting really long. Do you want to just hop on a call and chat about it? We hop on a call and eventually that call turns into a sales conversation. Sales conversation, if it's right for them, they're excited, they think it's good, then great. Let's make the sale. Let's go for it. But can you see how this is a really specific personalized process? It goes from content, hand raises, the follow-up, the conversation, relationship building, to a sales call, and then to the sale. So it's quite a long-winded process if you think about it, but it can also be very quick. Like today, you could go, you could check out your hottest prospects or potentials from your email list or social media, like I guarantee every single one of you listening to this could write down at least five to 10 potential customers from your audience, even if it's a small audience. I guarantee you, put your head down, write five to 10 people, then do a personalized video to those 10 people. You could do that in the space of two hours today and by the beginning of next week or by the end of this week, you can have like, I don't know, half of those people on a call. Let's say you convert two or three of those people and boom, you've just got three new sales, three new clients. I don't think there's a much quicker way to doing things than that <clears throat> in a way that's as effective. You can do straight up sales emails and you can follow up with the people that click. That's probably another great quick way to get sales. But other than that, I think that this personal route is really, really effective. So I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast and I will stay on for Q&A.
That's all, folks. If you're watching live, stay tuned for Q&A.